Sheila, top of the morning to you. How are you this morning? I'm great, Wayne. How are you this morning? I am doing excellent. Thank you. And I'm smelling delights in the kitchen. Ooh, Ooh can't wait. And so welcome everyone to 27 Minutes with Sheila and Wayne, where we talk about skills that have been learned, forgotten, misused, and or totally abandoned as we are attempting to change the world one verb at a time. <laughs> Sheila, I shall we shout out to our listeners in North America and say, wish them a happy Thanksgiving today? Yes, happy Thanksgiving to those of you who celebrate this holiday. I hope you have uh, as much to be grateful as for as we do. Absolutely. Yeah, very well said, my friend. Thank you very much. <laughs> and what is our verb for today? Today's verb is to allocate, which means to distribute resources or duties for a particular purpose or to give somebody something to someone as their share of a total amount or to use in a particular way. Okay. Thank you. And I have a couple more, as Good. you could imagine, right. to, to give something as a share of a total amount, to give a particular amount of time, money, etc., to someone or something that it can be used in a particular way, and to decide officially that something should be given to a particular person. And one last one, to decide where to put a particular cost or amount in a company's assets or ah, accounts. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yes. And so did allocate, did it excite you this, this time as you were doing your research? At first, I have to say no. And part of that's because I couldn't get past only one use of allocation, allocate, because of the profession that I was in for several years. Uh, and, but once I put that down on paper, then my brain started letting me uh, go in different directions. Aha. So, and that's asset allocation is the one that had me especially stumped because I've got some ideas on that. Uh, but then I went down two exciting paths for me, which were time management or time allocation and sleep management or sleep allocation. Sleep allocation. Yeah. Got I some really hear. neat information about that. I want to hear more about that. How about yeah. yourself? What, what 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 directions did your research take you? Well, you know, I oddly enough, we have bumped into the same kinds of things. Ah. I I looked at um, it because I said this verb allocate can be used in just just about every setting that you can imagine. You're right. And, and the easy first one, first thought is the allocation of funds for a business. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And then I said, but you know what? We can use that same thought process for sports teams. Yes. Churches, churches, mm -hmm. moms and dads, mm -hmm. schools, school boards, clubs, volunteer groups, airport operations. Mm. And think about it. Most every group, team, district, zoning commissions, industry, family and mm -hmm. person and individual people have at some time allocated something somehow, mm -hmm. somewhere. So I think that's mm -hmm. where you're going, right? That That is the where I'm going. Yeah. Okay, so pl please, without further ado, how about you take it and talk to us about sleep and asset and wow, all those things that go with that. The first thing, well, I will start with sleep because that one got me really, 
thinking. I always have felt um, that I don't get enough sleep based on the charts. There are all these charts about how much you're supposed to get, how much sleep you're supposed to get for maximum performance and energy and brain regeneration, brain cell regeneration and all that good stuff. And I never have fit that profile. I get too little. I get too much. I'm always tired because my watch tells me that I didn't get enough sleep last night. Hmm. Uh, my husband said, well, stop looking at your watch and, <laughs> and then you won't be bothered by it. <laughs> so, um, so as I was researching sleep management as a form of time allocation, I started thinking, you hear these stories about super successful people who only get four or five, six hours of sleep at night. And I thought, how are they fooling themselves? Because they're not following these charts here that clearly tell you how much you need eight, seven to nine hours of sleep at night. <laughs> and I found out that in uh, 2019 at UC San Francisco, scientists found not their first, but their second gene that they call the short sleep gene. The first is DEC2. The second one they found is ADRB1. And these are slight gene mutations that, in the case of the first one, um, allowed the individual to get only 6.2 average hours of sleep as opposed to the 8.06 that your average person needs or wants. Um, and the, they call these natural short sleepers. And they tend to be more optimistic, more energetic, better multitaskers, have a higher pain threshold, don't suffer from jet lag, and some researchers think they may even live longer. They use their, their they have better sleep quality and sleep efficiency. And I wanted to, um, to get in line. If they ever refine this research enough to where they can tweak that one gene, I want to get in line for that. <laughs> Because per one of the charts that I started talking about, about how much sleep you need by age, I will say that starting my birthday next year, I can start having one less hour of sleep a night. So I'm looking Ooh. forward to that. Okay. So, yeah. And, and okay, so I have 8.06 is the average sleep that we want. and the, That uh, most people need, right? That most people need? Or okay. want or need. Yeah, want or need. Yeah. All right. And the 6 point, which two five. Yes. Is the one where people are more uh, prone When they to... have that first gene mutation, yes, they determined at that point that those folks need 6.2 hours of sleep, two five hours of sleep, and they have all, and, and then they found the second gene mutation, and that uh, describes folks who have similar qualities but didn't have that first gene mutation. So there are at least two now, and if you have those genes you can end up being in that list of super successful people who naturally need less sleep, but have all these other great qualities that go along with it. And how do you know if you, how, how do they know, or how do you know if you have that gene? Do you have to be tested for that? Is that a blood test? What is that? You know, they, they, uh, uh, I'm assuming it's a blood test because that's how they can evaluate, um, for many genes. My, uh, my husband has been evaluated for, um, genes uh, uh, for visual uh, issues that he's got. So a uh, retinitis pigmentosa, for instance, is a genetic disorder. And so uh, so I'm assuming that they would do it the same way for this this gene. So um, so I already know I'm not a natural short sleeper, uh, <laughs> but I wouldn't mind if they tweaked my genes so that I could become a natural short sleeper. Well, I, I have to admit, and I'm probably skewing their 
findings okay. here. <laughs> you know, there's outliers on either side, right? Right. We all yes, know what an outlier is. Right. I, I, I think I'm one of those outliers because one, I tend to only need four to five to six hours of sleep. Okay. And then I'm up and doing things, but I am not successful. So <laughs> <laughs> you are too, you are too, but you are definitely optimistic, energetic. I'm assuming you're a good multitasker. Well, how's, I, how's your pain I, threshold? You know what? Ooh, I'm allergic to pain. Oh, cross that one off. Okay. <laughs> How about jet lag? Do you suffer from jet lag? Not really. Not as much as people, other individuals I, okay. I know. That's so, in that category. Yeah. yeah, but you know what? I, I think, again, I'm an outlier because I might have these tendencies, but uh, again, I'm, I'm not out there on that super successful. Well, if only, if only you had started making computers in your garage when you were in middle school. Oh, my name, my nickname is Apple. Okay. Yes, but... it is. It is. Good point. <laughs> yes, indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to 27 Minutes with Sheila and Wayne, and we are talking about the verb allocate today. And again, happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Yes. Sheila, how can our listeners find you? Thank you. They can find me on my webpage, which is zekeandsheila.com. And there's a an email link to that. And I will be updating pictures shortly of my wonderful dog, Zeke. Oh, and they can find me at www.mindsinking.com. That's M-I-N-D-S-Y-N-C-I-N-G.com. My email address, Wayne at mindsinking.com. And and going back to one of your comments, you said that your husband told you to stop looking at your watch. Yeah, <laughs> and I wouldn't be so tired. <laughs> you wouldn't be so tired. I I remember one 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 Sunday in church many years ago, um, there, there was a pastor. And I won't mention his name, but he he's talked to us about self-imposed pressure. Mm -hmm. And I guess we can allocate, you know, some of those kinds of pressures on ourselves here. Mm -hmm. But he says this self-imposed pressure. He asks, how many of you in the congregation today, if that telephone rings, you have to answer it. You're just compelled to answer it. And, you know, many hands went up. And he said, okay, now I'm going to be get into a little bit of specificity here. How many times, how many of you have to get it before the fourth ring? Mm. And some hands went up and he said, how many of you have to get it on the second and third? You know, he kept asking those kinds of questions. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then he said, you know what? If you let that thing ring long enough, it'll quit. <laughs> <laughs> so I heard that when you said that your husband told you to stop looking at your watch. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. And and I also talked about time management or thought about time management, as you had said, with one of your thing with asset management, sleep management, and time management. Mm -hmm. Um, and looking at time management, you, you know, we, we divide the day up for work, sleep, yes. eating, playing, driving, watching TV, and decisions such as what clothes to wear, how much to eat, how do I sneak in exercise, and the list goes on and on and on. So every day we are all allocating, although yes. we, we may not be thinking what we're allocating, we might be thinking we're doing something else, but we do allocate um, things on a time management basis yes. every day. Yes. You know, and, and for men, um, <laughs> and I have, I have one friend who says, 
her husband spends longer in the bathroom getting ready than she does. <laughs> I, I might know someone like that. <laughs> and she says, and I still have to do makeup and this and that and, you know, all this other kinds of things. But he takes a lot longer. He, she says, I can just, I can time him every day. If we're going to go someplace, <laughs> you've got to leave, you've got to get he's got to start getting ready an hour and a half before we're supposed to leave <laughs> or we're going to be late. <laughs> so so time allocation, there's a lot to be said about that. A lot but of I, decisions go into time allocation too. They do. They do. And uh, do you have any examples of that? Well, I'm, I, 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 um, several podcasts ago, we talked about how many decisions people make in a day. You have to, decide, am I getting up now or am I going to push the, uh, the snooze alarm? Am I, am I going to uh, dress before I take the dog out or am I just going to put my coat over my pajamas? Am I going <laughs> to <laughs> yes. the same old breakfast this morning or am I in the mood for something else? So, okay. just, and, so that's just starting the day. And today, are we going to get turkey? Are we going to have pumpkin pie, sweet potato pie? Right. And ooh, do I need to start thinking about my New Year's resolution already about exercise so I, I can lose all this weight that I'm going to be allocating? You know, <laughs> I want to I want to say for me, it's not do I have or 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 that this or that. It's how much of each do I do I plan to eat? <laughs> <laughs> this is why nap time is a big Thanksgiving afternoon ooh, in ooh. front of the football game oh yes oh yes golly go cowboys <laughs> <laughs> oh no now i thought we weren't going to talk about controversial topics on this <laughs> oh i'm sorry <laughs> no no actually that's my husband's philosophy go cowboys oh right okay cool america's team and and this and let's think about it as i i kind of gave you a, a little bit of a laundry list as to yes. what some of the thought processes were when i talked about allocate and who it uh, in who it involves moms and dads they mm -hmm. allocate so much there's yes. budgets you know we've got to pay the grocery bills we've got to pay the heating bills we've got to do so they're allocating money here and oh by the way we've got to get some clothes for you for school because mm -hmm. you, over the summer you have grown so they've got to allocate those funds for that and then they've got to allocate time mm -hmm. so that we can oh we've got to have family time and we've got to eat dinner at the same time. And I've got to allocate all these kinds of things, knowing that I've got to do this, I've got to do that, I've got to go grocery shopping, I've got to go to the to the hairdresser, I've got to, you know, I, mm -hmm. I've got to, I've got to, I got to, mm -hmm. and still fit everything in so that nothing is missed. And I, you know what, my mom and dad had it down to a science. I mean, we mm -hmm. ate dinner. Dinner was ready at five o'clock every afternoon. Okay because my father would get home at around five o'clock from work. And at 5.15, we were at the dinner table eating, all four okay. of us. Mm -hmm. We ate breakfast at the same time because again, dad gets up, goes to work. Mom was not working at that time. She worked every now and then, but she was not working at that time. And she would make breakfast for my dad. My dad would hit the door. When he hit the door leaving, she would come wake my brother and myself up, get ready for school. Mm -hmm. Our breakfast was already ready. We would have breakfast and we, <laughs> we walked to school. Mm -hmm. and back in those days, you know, um, it, it's kids were walking by themselves at eight, yep. nine, 10 years old. A mile to school. We walked it. Yeah, exactly. And today we can't do that because of yeah. all the, all the 
craziness that's going on out mm-hmm. there. But this was a daily regimen, and mom had to allocate all of her time. You know, it, she she didn't have her time until after all of us were out the house, and then she had her time. Mm-hmm. And I would come home, and <laughs> I'm dating myself now. I would come home from school, and she's watching As the World Turns, General Hospital, and Dark Shadows. Dark Shadows. <laughs> <laughs> On the TV. And do not interrupt her while she's watching those programs, <laughs> because that was her allocated time mm-hmm. for her her for self time and you know it's it's funny how that how that happened <laughs> any thoughts from you anything you would like to talk about allocate you know there was a quote i you know i love fun quotes oh yes um, so a fellow named stephen redhead don't know who he is said oh. always allocate enough time to pursue the things that are of value to you and the only thought i had about that is sometimes we forget to allocate time for ourselves mm. and so that led me to marshall in mcclure's quote Sometimes just the tiniest allocation of time spent with a friend imprints on your mind and gives you something to smile about for the rest of the week, month, or your life. And you said that quote, the last quote about Mm -hmm. imprinting on your mind. Mm -hmm. And it reminds me, I was talking to my neighbor the other day, and he was talking about his parents. And they're they're older, um, and he said, oh, And, you know, I've got to do this for them. I got to do this for them. And I said, you know what? I remember a quote that someone said was, old people need so little, but they need that so little so much. Mm, It's true. And I thought, wow, that's an imprint on the mind. And um, he kind of looked at me and said, yeah, you know, you're right. Okay. And so he said, I'll just do those things with a smile. And I'm like, yeah, because you know what? They need that, but they... That's all they need. They don't yeah. need anything else. They just need that. Yeah. And 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 yeah, so I, I like both of those quotes that you just gave us. Do we have any new words today besides DEC2 and, and ADRB1? <laughs> oh, good for you. Good for you. Uh, there was a new word that I came up with totally unrelated to allocate, but I wrote it down just because I thought eventually I would talk about it with you, but you brought it up. The word, my, the new word to me was factivist. And that is an activist campaigning to bring about a social or political change based largely on factual evidence. So factivist. And how do I spell that? Is that F-A-C-T-I-V-I-S-T? That's exactly right. Okay. Factivist. And as you know, I have a list of all of the words (laughs) that you teach us. So this is going to be added to that new word list. You have (laughs) challenged me to look for new words. So well done. All right. And I allocated time for that. You saw how that, how I did that. I do. Yeah. yeah, Good job. (laughs) So what was your next direction with allocate? So what do we contemplate on a daily basis as we allocate? And, And you kind of mentioned some things, but Time obviously being one of them. Funds being another one. You talked about wardrobe as well. Travel to and fro. I find that some people I know tend to say, okay, we need to be there because the event starts at 7 o'clock. So we need to be there for 7. And as we get closer to that appointed hour, whichever it is, I see them and I say, hmm, 
they haven't factored in travel time yet because, <laughs> because we're getting closer and closer and closer mm-hmm. to that hour and they haven't left yet or they haven't gotten ready yet. And I'm, and I, and I say to them sometimes, I go, Hey, you, you know, we have to get there, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure that works really well. You know, it goes over like a lead balloon <laughs> and it hits me on the big toe and ooh, it hurts. <laughs> yes. Um, meals, allocating meals. Uh, what do we eat? Is it going to be a small meal, a big meal? And your studies talk about sleep and, and the, the times that we need to. There's other studies out there that suggest you don't eat a heavy meal and then go right to bed because that doesn't do well for the body for health. Um, So allocating those meals and then allocating the times to eat. Also interaction interaction with others. We sometimes forget that, ooh, if I talk to Wayne, he's gonna, (laughs) Wayne's very loquacious and (laughs) and he's gonna spend 15 minutes on something that could be summed up in 30 seconds and so i've got to allocate oh here comes wayne okay okay i gotta get ready for this long-winded <laughs> thing <laughs> and that exacerbates them because it extends their day and or puts them back in crisis and crunch mode because okay i spent too much time there and now i've got to find ways to cut to get to the things i want to do <laughs> that's it- why people look the other way when i walk past oh man me too uh, i just explained a lot <laughs> I used to think people were just, they just weren't happy because they had their heads down, yeah. looking at the floors yeah. or the walls to the right. Looking as, deep in thought. As I'm walking past them. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> How about health? Health, it, we allocate so much. There's so much out there in the written word to help us um, with health. And sometimes we say, well, I can't do that. I don't have time for that. I don't have time for this. I don't have time for that. So again, we're going back to that time management um, with all of these things. I don't have time to cook a big meal. I don't have time mm. to get out and exercise. I don't have time to change the oil in my car. But <laughs> when the car breaks down, when the body breaks down, when this, you know, when when the power goes out because you're using 14 watts of, or kilowatts of power to cook the meal mm-hmm. and do these things, and boom, the power goes out. Now we have to stop and mm-hmm. allocate time for something else that we mm-hmm. did not even think about doing. Right. Got to go to the ER, have to go to the hospital, have to. Yeah. So, you know what? It, it, it just, it really, it touches everything that we do and yeah. think about every day. Yeah. It really does. How about you? What's next? You reminded me of this topic about time management or time allocation. And um, years ago, I found this website that I found so helpful. And periodically, I go back to it because I slow down on some of the tools that it gave me and I need to be reminded. And it's called Uh, flylady.net. The woman who started it loved fly fishing and thus the name. But her philosophy, thumbnail philosophy is that If you set a timer, you can do almost anything for 15 minutes. You can declutter for 15 minutes. You can clean your kitchen for 15 minutes. You can can set a timer to call your mother (laughs) for 15 (laughs) minutes or in 15 minutes. Um, And so she's got a lot of other really clever uh, ways to to manage your home. But um, yeah, you can do almost anything for 15 minutes. Okay. So oftentimes procrastination is an issue for me. 
And so I'll put off what I think is going to be a long task and am amazed when it's not so long, when I finally get around to it and think, why didn't I do this three days ago? But, uh, you, you know, I've said those those words, those exact words about many things. Why didn't I start doing this yes. a, a year ago? Why didn't I do yes. this? But I'm happy to hear you say that you can do anything for 15 minutes because yeah. health-wise, I think some of the studies that yes. I've that I've read says we need at least 15 minutes of active exercise daily. <clears throat> so there we go with the 15 minutes. Yeah, set the time. I, I can jump out the door, set the timer, do a quick 15 minutes, whether it's yep. going to be a jog, walk, or run, yep. and come back, and I'm Done. good. Check it off. Yep. So, So is that good? Yes. I now, write. one other thing that she recommends, though, I will say, is Wednesday is anti-procrastination day. So put off till Wednesday what you cannot do today, <laughs> <laughs> but you have to address it on Wednesday. <laughs> oh, Wednesday. But I remember that commercial hump day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's also anti-procrastination day. So anti-procrastination. Anti There's so many days now that we have to celebrate. I didn't realize there were so many. Anti oh, this is every Wednesday is anti-procrastination. Every Wednesday. Every uh -huh. Wednesday. Every Wednesday. Yes. Okay. I like that. And you know what? City planners, managers, they also allocate things. Yes. As, as they're looking at airport operations. Ooh, this airport servicing these kinds of cities that's going to be the hub for the eastern seaboard. That's going to be the hub for the western seaboard. This will be the hub for that. And so they're allocating assets, if you will, and it's not monies in in direct contrast, more mm -hmm. as it's the airplanes that's going to get people from A to Z, wherever mm -hmm. they need to go, in those particular parts of the cities that mm -hmm. have been planned and you know laid out for city planners, for mm -hmm. managers, for mm -hmm. engineers. Mm -hmm. and, Volunteer groups, they do the same thing. Volunteers, and, and these are volunteers. So, you know, they're not paid employees, but they're mm -hmm. volunteers. And you've got to excite them and motivate them and allocate them to do certain mm -hmm. things right. of, of which they may want to do and sometimes may not want to do. And I'm sure there's all those jobs that we all don't want to do, but sometimes we have to. Mm -hmm. And here's a job that I hate to do, but Sheila, I'm looking at the clock and it says 2548. Okay. Already. So okay. I'll tell you what, I'm about finished. Why don't you give us the last thing or one of the things that you wanted to get across to us before you take us home? I will say, um, National Library of Medicine did a quick research, did a meta-analysis of time management on performance and well-being. Now, a meta-analysis is when they take all the existing studies and then uh, study those and compare and contrast and come up with conclusions on based on what's already been researched. Hmm. So the assumption that everybody in the work field believes is that time management increases performance. Uh, so you get better performance out of well-managed time. What they found after doing these studies is that time management has generated a more positive performance per review, but not necessarily better performance, but it is hugely impactful, well, m more impactful when it comes excuse me, when it comes to well-being, you hmm. feel better about your work when you have good time management. Your performance doesn't necessarily improve, but it feels like your performance is easier, less stressful. So there you go. Okay. Right. It kind of adds to the adage of who do you give the work to? A busy person because they'll find the time to get it done. Well, and also Mark Twain saying do the hardest task first said, 
if it's your job to eat a frog, it's best to do it first thing in the morning. <laughs> and if it's your job to eat two frogs, it's best to eat the biggest one first. <laughs> With that, we thank you for listening to us. Happy Thanksgiving. Hope you have something other than a frog on your table today. Thank you, everyone, and happy Thanksgiving. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.